Hey guys, welcome to Experiencing the Life. I'm Ori Mosage and I'll be your host on this podcast. Um, <laughs> you don't believe how long I've postponed, <laughs> I've procrastinated doing this. Yeah, this is my first episode ever. <laughs> first attempt at podcasting. So, uh, forgive me if you for any errors or mistakes <laughs> I'm learning yeah so I would like to start by talking about the title of my podcast experiencing the life why did I call it experiencing the life yeah basically because um, I've come to discover that uh, there is a life in God that he wants for you and I you know to experience and to have that this is beyond you know just regular religion religious rituals and all of that and sadly christianity has been put to the category of you know religion like it's another type of religion you know just like others but uh, the truth is that jesus didn't come to start another religion he came to introduce us to a life in God, you know, that we can have an experience every day, you know, and um, that's why with, uh, I'll be sharing, you know, experiences of my, my experiences with God, how it has affected my life, you know, also the thing that He has taught me. And uh, that's basically what I'll be doing on this podcast with the hope that someone would be able to take something from that and, you know, be able to build their own personal relationship with God. And so that's the reason why this first episode, in this first episode, I'll be talking about my, you know, my personal encounter with Jesus Christ the day I met with Jesus Christ. For myself so welcome once again and uh, i hope you enjoyed this episode yeah yeah okay so um my story you think i how to start honestly um i have no idea how long this part this episode is going to take because the story can be long i have different versions i have a one hour version i have a four hour version <laughs> as i go you know why i said that but um at least for the sake of your data i will try and cut it short go straight to the point so uh i'll start with a bit of my history i've been i have been exposed to you know christianity right from birth i was born in a with a christian background my dad is um well obviously we, 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 can, we can say pastor <laughs> yeah he's um one of the elders of the church church really you know our church attend in our house yeah so my my mom was head of like leader of Sunday school like we were we the children that were first sets <laughs> as we say of Sunday school you know and uh, so basically I've grown up you know knowing the bible stories um, you know books of the bible and all of that I'm I come from a family of five, that's including my parents. We, children were three. I have an older brother and I have a twin sister. Yeah, I'm a twin. You never know the difference. Like, I mean, you would you would never see the resemblance, rather, <laughs> when, if, you see, if we stand together. Because um, it's my sister. Yeah, she's a girl. So, and we are so unidentical yeah and uh 
growing up, I was always kind of that different child. Just used to always prefer to be on my own. I always loved to be independent. Yeah, even till now, <laughs> I still, I still have that. And generally, I was just different. Like my brother and sister were, did I say, we had the like good ones always right like it's not as if i was bad or something but there's always the one who will spoil something break something you know at some point they even, they even made a song they was like, who taught the bible Urim? who poured the water Urim? you know sometimes when my my mom comes back from work and maybe she sees something on the floor that shouldn't be there or she's water on the floor or something she would just say Urim, come and remove this thing you put here or come and bring this water like that's you need to ask who did it because it's only Urim that can do that kind of thing you know so that's just um, a bit on that side yeah, but of course nobody ever in the house ever made me feel like I was different or anything like that you know and interestingly I had this um I liked the whole pastor thing like of course i always i grew up watching my dad preach every sunday in fact at the point i used to think everybody's parents were pastors <laughs> i just because i always saw my dad preaching my mom always talking about god and all of that so some so sometimes i would the pulpit was in our house so i would stand up on the pulpit and be my my brother and that would be the audience and i'll be you know preaching to them from our story bible and you know things like that inside of me then i remember i really had that sometimes i want to wear suits just to look like a man of god and all of that i had that desire you know so you know what you know what growing up entered um, even in secondary school when your parents would say yeah people don't do this don't do that i'm the one who wants to go and do <laughs> but uh, you know because i like why should i be held bound and all of that you know so uh growing up went got into secondary school of course you start growing going to your teenage years begin to know stuff i remember when i got into boarding school oh god i was so happy because like i really wanted to be free yeah in gs1 i was about i was a day student my parents did not want us to be bothered immediately you know they felt like we we're not yet mature enough at all so I remember the I remember the first day in secondary school. You know when I realized I was the only different in my class. Everybody else was a bother. So when when school ends, everybody goes to the hostel to go and have siesta. Me and be the only one waiting for. You know my parents come and pick me. I I cried the first day because <laughs> I just didn't like it at all. So I remember the, when I finally got to boarding school, I was just two thirteen. Man, I was so happy. So I never missed home for a single day, never. <laughs> I'm so happy, and um, yeah, you get into school, you meet different people, you get on, you begin to understand school life. You know, you begin to be involved. You know, gradually things. You know, know how guys relate with girls and things like that and all of that and um when i get involved in things like that of course and of course and i had this oh, knowing where, where i'm coming from of course there 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 were some things i couldn't do <laughs> i couldn't i wouldn't do but at the same time i just wanted to always i wanted to explore i just wanted to you know be free and uh so well, of course there's always that there's always like that how do i call it now it's um i say bricks i say okay this far and you know no further calm down you know so growing like that got into senior secondary same thing so you will always have this um so you have circle of friends in school you um so you you know get in that worldly life then of course you, you come back home and then it's church and everything and you 
of course in that environment so you have moments where okay you repent you know like okay i should follow god and all of that and you try you go back to school try to try to keep it up but you know it's just you know it's not it's just not working the other life feels more interesting you know and uh, so that was kind of like the state i was when i um, finished from secondary school honestly i didn't know how people used to be very spiritual my sister was always like she she was always be on that spiritual you know the fact that <laughs> i i i i somehow i think she was born born again like <laughs> it would have been good <laughs> We were just good. Even my brother too. Like he was when he was it was he was his set was in like when they were the leading set. He was the head boy of his set. When my sister was when we were in SS two, that's where you make head boy and girl. She was the head girl, you know. And they 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 were just these good people. I used to wonder how they used to do it seriously, like <laughs> you know, and. Yeah, at some point, of course, it would make me, me feel like different, the odd one out and all of that. But well, later on, I finally got to realize that everybody has their own path, you know, in life. And um, everybody's path doesn't have to be the same, you know. So, um, where was I? Yes, you know, I always wonder how people were be spiritual and really like remain and be really consistent at it i remember one time in school and this was ss1 or so they were um i think we were in that one, one, one of those periods where maybe you just finish the exam and you have this like one week where you're not doing anything so we used to just like you know have fun do a manner of things and there was something that was happening that time i think my sister was um in one of the other classes with one of the other spiritual guys and they were like really praying i don't know what happened but they were praying and all and i was in the other class and we were and they were doing truth or death in the other class so i think it was someone that now came and was like ah, i see you you are you are here doing truth or death sister is praying in the other class and you know things like that of course those kind of things would you know get to you know but i'm trying to just go and just stop our shit yeah so i'm going to spend too much time on that yeah so basically that was that and of course in ss3 when it was time for work yeah like people really get serious with god when it's time for exams <laughs> honestly like that time you see guys who there was now this like prayer because I attended the Christian school, African National College. So the chaplain at that time used to call us. I think every Sunday we'll go to the back of the school and pray. You know, during our work period, and you see guys, on serious people that are that are that are that have you know no spiritual, no spirituality whatsoever. <laughs> we they do the bad things together. I was not even as bad as some people. You see people praying, like as in, because you must pass your exam. And those are the same people that still use dubs in the, <laughs> in the, in the, in the exam hall. So, you know. But that was like really the state I was when I finished, and um, secondary school, getting to university was kind of the same in the same, or kind of in the same place. So your leg not really, you know, out. You try and long story short, went into school, Covenant University. I really wanted to go to Unilag, by the way, because I wanted to finally like, like just go somewhere where nobody would and I know would you know be controlling me and limiting me from stuff I really wanted to do. To when I was to feel um, in my jump from where to school. I, the way I think, I think my parents told me to choose one federal, one private. So I chose, you know, like what the main one I was going for, but I just chose Covenant just, okay, because let there be a private school there. And the like ended up not working out and Covenant worked out. So I was in another cage. But of course, 
I still feel that somehow I'll still be able to at least <laughs> be free. So what like in the midst of all that, I was still in that place of you know up and down spiritually. Like and it's not really it's like you are just trying because you know your conscience knows that the whole God stuff is true and good and is what you should be doing. And when you're doing stuff contrary that thing sometimes you like you hear your parents' voice in your head and all of that and it haunts you sometimes and you know I uh, I think I say you know a lot though <laughs> so I get used to that or I'll try and change um so there was a point I got to and yeah it was in secondary school I got introduced to um pornography i think it was ss1 yeah i would actually in i have plans to do a post on that that's a whole story on its own you know and um so at, and at this point in university i had because i had addicted to it pornography masturbation and um i was in this place where in this state where i really was tired of the whole trying and trying and trying this whole spiritual stuff and like it just really seemed like a, a like a lot of work and i and i at the point i got tired another thing yeah i forgot to mention i was really into hip-hop like rap like you couldn't you couldn't take it away from me i could <laughs> i could spend hours just lying down on the bed listening to um to rap like literally like i can say like three four hours not doing anything just listening to rap like it was my i loved like the way people are able to flow with rhymes and everything with the beat and everything like you just <laughs> it's it, it just you know that was just my thing <laughs> so I remember I even I even you know started writing writing some of my own but I never got any opportunity to release anything. Yeah, but I really have plans and I was totally very good. You know. Some of that music talent and that that music thing is there in me and uh, it was being channeled in that direction. Yeah, so I I could in fact whenever I'm at home during holidays and like of course i always wait for my parents to go out because then quickly change channel to channel o that time i know i'm not sure they have channel o again and they were mtv based trade in fact my neighbor that time <laughs> they used to call me channel o channel o because that, those were just my main you know channels i'll have the latest you know hip-hop you know kind west at this point was my best rapper like best musician at the point it was mi at the point it was eminem kendrick lamar j cole i could just stay and just be watching the videos you know just just engulfed in it you know so that's mentioning all those th- all those things at one point i started this alcohol thing self let me even try so started once in a while you know to drink when I even when I'm at home or sometimes when I'm away from home. You know, just to like make me feel like a big boy. <laughs> you know? I love that. The thing was not sweet. It was I really need to to <laughs> to try and just swallow it, you know, what what is it is like I'm I, I feel like I'm doing something that is worth it, you know. With time I'll get used to it and then I'll be able to drink more bottles and you know and all of that <laughs> yeah, so. that was that was that and uh, i came to a point in my life that i was just like oh you know what we need to just hold on what's going on do i want to continue with this christianity thing this spiritual stuff or do i want to just forget about it and just go the way of the world or whatever they call it and just continue just leave and just free <laughs> you know 
and I try and I consider one day I really sat and weighed my options. I said, okay, if because I wanted to, if I'm doing this one, if I let me know that that what I'm doing. If I'm doing the other one, I know that's what I'm doing and going straight for it. If they didn't want to be doing in in and out, in and out. So and I weighed my options. I was like, okay, so and if I say I'm going to do the whole Christianity thing, if you're not going to be this Bible carrying guy, I'm going to be like the other people, you know, I'm going to um leave this, you know other side that I really want to explore. I've not really explored the way I want to. And of course they'll I know if I if I follow if I you know decide to follow this path they'll, they'll at some point I would feel like I have to drop my um you know hip hop because it's not worldly music and all of that. And I'm not I'm so not ready to drop it. Like I'm so that's one thing that you're wasting your time. If you come as I tell I had all the videos of how all these things are Illuminati. They are they said they sold their soul to the devil. Eminem will be rapping. I sold my soul to the devil when the price was cheap. I'll wrap it. I'll be wrapping it with him. If like I did, because me and I didn't sell my, sell my soul to anybody. So they don't come and be trying to um, guilt trip me and be making me feel like I'm doing something bad. So I didn't I I didn't care about all those things. It was wasting your time. Start telling me all those things. And then, secondly, the, the porn. I was addicted to it, I, and I I was not ready to be like, how will I even stop? Even because I tried many times to stop. They tell it from my system, turn all manner of things. See, I'm, see, I'm not doing it again. Just, you know, just a waste of time. Yeah, and of course, there were other things in life that I did that I, I didn't, that I felt like I have not yet fully explored this life. Let me, you know. What I'm like, I'll miss. And so, on, in light of all of this, I just said, "See, like, and I now look at the whole Christianity thing. Like, what profit will it? What gain do I have there? Just a life of, you know, struggle and boredom and all of that. What's so, what's interesting about it? So, you know, other things I can't remember much, but these are the things I can remember very well. And I decided officially that." I'm not going this Christian path. I'm not going the way of my father. I'm not doing that. I'm closing up. I'm going the other way. And this meant for me consciously making these decisions. I'm not going to allow any message from anybody make me feel guilty. That moment where you know they preach and you're feeling guilty and then come out and give your life to Christ. Like I can't remember how many times I gave my life to Christ. I think at the point we're just we're just giving this thing, just giving this thing, giving this thing <laughs> every day. We'll be giving it, giving, giving <laughs> give your life to Christ. I think there was there was this show, there was this um TV program with your Austin. So every after and they used to show every day that time when we were much younger. So every 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 time he finishes, he'll give make the other call. So we'll just be giving her that guy. So my parents were like, they don't give it, they don't you don't give her that to Christ every day. <laughs> because like even when you give her to Christ today, maybe you go to some form of gathering or church and then they preach again. And you remember one bad thing that you did. You feel like oh man, I've missed it, I have to start again. <laughs> you go. <laughs> gonna start again, you know. So, and then only to try, and then before you know it, you're back there, back at the altar again. Like, you're always at this altar, this altar just knows you, you know. What I mean? <laughs> As you have become a regular customer to the altar, <laughs> so oh god, you know, it's just so stressful. Like, man, so I decided to just boom, <laughs> see, I'm not doing it again. I already made up my mind to I'm going to close up myself to any message. I'll boon, I'll do strong face, strong heart. No matter how much the thing is breaking me, I'm not I don't agree. I don't agree come out again. I'm not doing it again. I'm tired. So and that's it. You know, so uh now fast forward to twenty fourteen. Yeah, twenty fourteen. We were on our break. We usually have long break. Now this was three hundred end of three hundred level. The break starts from May, I think, or June. 
I think no June June to like August or May to May ending to August. So there was this long break. So and I was at, well, I was at home then. And I remember one night though, my sister came back from school. From she she now she was she didn't she was trying to go to Babcock and ended up in the mini lag that I wanted to go to, which she followed me to write the exam just as well. Them just followed him to write the exam. And she ended up getting there. So she, that's where she went. But of course, you know, I'm sure that she, she can't, you, you know, I will not spoil her. <laughs> yeah. You know, so she came back one day, and of course, they always knew in the house that I would, uh, that uh, is Channel O or MTV Base or Trace, you know. So when, when my sister comes, we're always having that, you know, wouldn't change the channel now. These things are bad, they're not good for you. I say, oh God, leave me alone. I think when we were much younger, at some point, she was going to report me, like, that, that you see, then William has rap music on his phone, and all those kind of things. But those things they never really bothered me. And so there, but there was one day though she she like just changed change the channel and put it on one gospel. I'm not sure if they have one gospel now. Again, so and there was this song that was playing by Carrie Job. Carrie Job, one a gospel musician. I'm not alone. And there was something about the song that. There wasn't there wasn't really drums. I'm I have an ear for music. I'm, I'm an instrumentalist, so I I appreciate good sound. But there wasn't anything special about the music or the song because I wasn't interested in anything God. At that point in time, at this point, I've gone so far. And so I, but but, but this song really got me, and I was. Wondering what was it, what was it about the song? After the song finished, I went to go and download it. I just liked the way. I, I just there was something, something about it that got me. That I didn't I didn't understand. So that just that was just you know one thing God thing that got me in a while. You know I think there was another point where in the car come back from somewhere. I was just generally looking through the window, looking around. At people moving, cars moving, and everything else, and I was just like, so like there is supposed to be one big guy, one God somewhere who is like responsible for all these things that we see and everything, and just that general concept just came to mind. I think that time I was listening to some to a, um, a rap song, so but that thought just came to mind and quickly just you know. And the thought just left. I just continued what I was doing. So from I remember those two things. I always remember those two things. I don't know why. But so now we were now having this. Um, this is the part of the story that, you know, we're, we're getting to the meat of it. I don't know how long this episode is going to be, but hopefully this should be my longest episode because this one I can't break it into different episodes. Yeah. So. We were having this day, this um, youth retreat program in church at an um, Anglican guest house. It was scheduled for August 1st, 2nd and 3rd. That was a Friday, Saturday. It was Friday and Saturday, August 1st and 2nd. Have you? Yes. Then, then the f- Sunday, we were not supposed to go to church from there. It was a camp meeting. So we all stayed in it was the guest house. So we all allocated, we were allocated rooms and we stayed there. So I remember the night before that. I think that night my brother had come, just come back from school too. So you know, talking with him and everything. And then after that, I, that that while we were still preparing and everything, we started to pack our things in one bag. Instead of like we'd be in the same room and stuff. Instead of stress of using two bags. And that night after I had gone somewhere, I had got I'd gone to the toilet, gone to go and masturbate to pornography. And that I had on my tab, so and and after I finished, I was like contemplating, thinking, should I should I take some pornography? Should I should I put some porn videos in my on my tab so I can have something to <laughs> to do alright with there? <laughs> you know what? I was I was not thinking that kind. What if somebody just randomly opens my tab to so like go through things I have, wants to check out my pictures and videos and things and sees it there? It's not like I didn't know how to hide it though. Ah, when you are doing batting, you know uh, the ways around it. But like, I just, I just didn't want that stress. Somebody, the moment somebody picks my tab, I'll be, 
I'll, I'll become nervous and paranoid. Was it paranoid? Word? No, I'll just become nervous that uh, maybe he would, he might, he might go to where I hid it or all those kind of things. And of course, there was a part of me that wanted to break free from it. So every, every thing that seemed like an opportunity to break free, I would always want to take it. So I decided, no, I won't, I won't take. It. At least let me just try and stay without, stay three days without this thing. So I just loaded my tab with episodes of Grey's Anatomy. That was what I was watching. That was the episode um, series I was following, following at that time. And I just decided to... So that at least that would just keep me, you know, so that when I'm bored, because I knew that I wasn't going there for anything. And I'll, so that when I'm bored, I'll have something to keep me interested. Yeah, okay, sorry, I got distracted, I had to do something. Unlock my door. Yeah, so, I think these are part of the things I need to learn about this thing. Maybe we, you know, next time, um, I, have to, I have to be interrupted, I'll kind of find a way to remember the last thing I said, so I can't speak up. Yeah. Even I know I'm talking about the meeting, yeah. So... I finally decided to not load my tablets as episode of Anatomy so that to keep me, you know, busy in the meet in the retreat. So and I know I had to major real role I had to play there was to play the keyboard because um I was the keyboardist actually. So that first of August we had to in the morning some of us the people in the, in the technical team Struggling to mention this, how to go to the ch- our church venue, pick up uh, instruments and equipment, and convey them to Anikan guest house for the meeting so they can start. So I went ahead, you know, my brother and sister were still at home preparing their stuff. So I went, so I met the other people, took their equipment, went to the venue, pre- um, set up, and everything was fine. The meeting was to start by 5 in the evening. Yeah, so but I think we were done like by around like one in the afternoon, and then we were now allocated rooms. Our various rooms. People were still kind of coming gradually, you know. So and like I was like, wow, I'm so happy. I had time to go and like rest before the meeting. So wow, this thirty minutes. Okay, see how this goes. So I um. Went to the, my room to go and rest, and I, while I was about to even start, uh, at first I thought maybe let me watch some videos or let me even put on the TV in the room, but I just felt like let me just sleep till that time because I'm tired. We've been working since, so I lay down in the bed before I even could even really start dozing off and going away. Someone knocked and knocked at my door. And they said that um, one of the youths around, uh, one of the youths that came out, they like said that we should come and start praying before the meeting. And I was like, hi, what kind of thing is this now? On this, that the ginger is just, is just so high. Someone cannot rest again. And so I said, just after so much complaining, reluctantly, I just went. By the time I got there, the somebody was already playing the keyboard so i just sat down beside it but we usually sit at those technical stand areas and so the prayer was going on going on just you know how people lead in prayers and everything like that and uh, my mind was distracted as usual would go far to different things and at some point in the whole thing Something just told me, a thought just came to my mind, like, hey, why don't you just join them in this whole prayer thing they are doing? Like, what's the worst that could happen? It's not like you are going to, you have already made up your mind that you are not doing this spiritual stuff again. So you are not going to, you are not, this is not you trying to start being spiritual. Like, just to a while every time you are bored and this thing doesn't seem to end anytime soon. But like, just join them in what they are doing, in the whole prayer stuff. Out of boredom, I was like, okay, fine. Let's uh, let's pray. Uh, what, what are we doing? Praying. Okay. So, 
then I realized that I didn't have anything to say. <laughs> I had forgotten how to pray completely. And I was like, and then the, the thought still came again, like, okay, just imagine that this Jesus guy is standing right in front of you, the way you know Jesus is. But just imagine he's standing in front of you and just start talking. Then just start talking to him. And I said, okay. And then I started. I remember the first thing I said was, I just laughed a bit like, <laughs> like, wow, this has been long ago. <laughs> and then I just, I said, it's like, just talk. The thought was just like, just say what's on your mind as it as you are. Don't just or just talk. Just be be doing it so that you know when you know people are praying. You there there is thing that always happens when they say I pray and I like the first fifteen seconds I finish praying and everybody is really still shaking their head and I'm wondering what are these guys still praying about, still saying that kind of thing. So at least this one, it it will seem like you are also praying, as you are also talking. You have something to say too. So just use this and just have that, so that you can also look like you have something to say, to be saying, and just be talking, you know. And I just started doing that, and I can't really remember the exact things I said. This was five years ago, but I just remember that I was I just started really saying the things that were on my heart at that time and i remember i was going along the lines of you know this whole spiritual thing you know it's not as if this is me talking now like it's not as if one doesn't know that you are you are real and all those things and that we're supposed to worship you and stuff but just like man it's been so hard i'm just not really interested anymore to be very honest and with us the whole thing has just been so Difficult, you know how it is, how it has been now. I tried, fail, try again, fail, and coming to repent again, only to go back. Like there's no, there's no point. So I'm just, I'm just not doing. You understand? I'm just not doing the whole thing again. Just me talking. And as I started saying these things from my heart, I realized that this person I had made up in my head, as it were, started becoming more real. It started really becoming like I was actually in a real conversation with somebody. And um you now started really becoming like I was talking to somebody who was there, who was list actually listening to me and who understood everything else. You know when like I watch movies where I don't know where if I'm not sure if you had those things in Nigeria where they call them shrinks or therapists. Where you have a problem and then you go to the therapist, he's sitting across the room in front of you, folding his legs with his notepad in his hand and you are just voicing out your problems and he's just, you know, in this very relaxed relaxed state, writing down the things, making his notes and nodding his head, saying things that make you know that this person understands what I'm saying. Exactly. And that was just how it how it how it was for me at that point. And the moment I continued to talk, I just really I started becoming more real and more real and more real and at some point I started feeling how I just started seeing how empty my life was. It just became real to me how empty and hopeless my life was in the light of this person I was talking to and at some point it started feeling like it was this thing feeling was becoming more intense. But yet it wasn't this thing wasn't anything of a physical feeling or any vision or anything like that nothing just the place i was in my in me whether my mind or heart i don't know and i it was just at the point it was as if i was really sinking i found it like it was as if i was sinking in a river and i was and i was drowning drowning and i was not really telling this person that look would you want to are you really like watching me you know drown like this if you do not help me then don't how do you expect me to <coughs> excuse me to help myself how am i supposed to help myself if you don't help me then i will die and i will drown and i will remain like this if you say okay you want me to you know begin to live this spiritual life and everything you want me to live for you and all of that then you need to actually 
help me do it because I am tired of trying and I'm not going to make a single effort again to try and do this whole thing because I've done it so many times and I know the outcome. So I'm not if you're going to do it then really you be the one that literally just helps me do it. Because don't don't expect me to try again. It's I'm not doing but I am drowning. If you choose not to help me then for that I will drown like this. And the more I started talking like this, I started shedding tears actually. I don't know at what point I knelt down. It was my brother that came in later and was like later when he was telling me about it, like he walked into the meeting and saw me kneeling down, you know, on my to my chair. And he was wondering like I just wonder who is kneeling down. Because I was the kind of person that they knew that I was not serious with God. They knew. Uh, you know, so that was not a sight you expect to see from Urin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I just, I, 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 I found myself, I started saying some things. that I can't remember every single thing I said. Saying something that I knew that I couldn't have come up with on my own. So I, I know, like I said, I knew the whole Bible stories and stuff. So I started saying I, I remember the story of Noah because I was feeling like I was drowning. I remember the story of Noah and the flood and everything and how God told Noah to build an ark and the flood was coming to destroy the world and then he built an ark and then the flood came and everybody drowned but only those in the ark were saved. And I, and I found myself as if I was in that place of drowning in the sea, in the, in the flood and asking someone to pull me out because I can't help myself. And I remember saying things like, if you want me to be in, in this ark, then, because I remember the story said that when Noah had entered in with all his family and the animals and everything, that he said, God shut the door. God shut the door. I remember the Bible said that. I remember another scripture too that said that when God shut the door, no man can open it. You know, so I, and, and I also found myself saying this. I was like, okay, all, all, all the times I've been entering into this ark, I am the one who has been shutting the door myself. So every time I want to come out, I usually just come out. But now, if you want me to remain here, then you have to shut the door. Because when you shut the door, no man can open it, including me. I won't be able to. You have to do something to me where I will be here now. And I will not, even when I want to come out, I will not be able to. If that's, if you don't do something like that, then don't, then don't expect me to remain here. Like, does this kind of constrain me in the path of righteousness so that even when I want to come out, I can't, you know? And I remember saying, now, I could never have been the one that came up with such things. It's, uh, now that I, you know, I pray, I now, that kind of thing becomes, has become normal where I'm praying and, you know, inspired thoughts of scriptures you know that just begin to make sense to my present situation come to me and i find myself praying them in the light of my present situation you know that become more normal but at that point it was i couldn't and i know that this is not me coming up with this and then after the so that was how i don't know how long this went for but i just i i know that by the time i was the it wasn't even I, I had to stop when they had stopped the prayer and then the, the meeting had started so that was when i stopped but before the prayer stopped i now remember the story of saul because the story of saul of tassos how he was you know the, the, the ones killing christians you know and everything and in the book of acts chapter 9 and when he he, he and he was on his way on another mission to kill christians and a light shone on him and he had this encounter with jesus and he fell down from his horse and became blind and you know and he, and so i had i remember that story and i tried to look for it in my bible see me now beginning to open bible <laughs> on my own accord that was just uh, <laughs> not so me that time man and i checked and i saw when he fell down from the horse and he and he asked a question I know the voice came and said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he asked the question and said, Who are you, Lord? And I found I like I kind of like was asking because I had now kind of come out of this and like ah, what what just happened? What like as I was asking who who is this person that just came to me? Who are you, Lord? What what is this about? And I like, asking myself, Who are you, Lord? Who are you, Lord? And it was as if for the first time, this Jesus person that everybody I've been hearing about all my life, like walked up to me and like introduced himself. I am the 
Jesus that you have been hearing about, your father has been preaching about. Like my eyes were open. It was like I was seen in a new light. So, so something happened inside me. Like I was now interested in God things. You know, it was it was it's it was as if everything was clear. Maybe it was part of it was because you know when you cry, I think it cleanses the eye and everything, but everything was looking so clear and new. I couldn't understand it. And um <laughs> In that was in that state in which I entered the meeting. When I when I entered the meeting, like in that state, everything they were saying was just making sense. <laughs> everything they were saying was just even things I've heard before, in a new light, was just making sense. Because I was I kept asking, what just happened to me? Because I kind of like snapped out of it. What just happened to me? This was. I couldn't have come up with this. I couldn't have made it up. So I, I wasn't going for this meeting with, with one hand of hope. You know, they say come with expectation. If not, you will not receive anything. So I wasn't going expecting an encounter or anything like that. And then I made up something so I can say I had one. I wasn't. I didn't go really looking for God at all. So I couldn't have made this up. What just happened to me? I don't understand it. So I still just felt like okay. If I was in the place of. Let's not, you know, begin to make any rash decisions of saying, okay, we are st- from now on we become spiritual. Because after the meeting that night, I was, I went through my, I went to my tab. I wanted to begin to start deleting all my worldly songs and movies, and because like, okay, now we've had it in this spiritual encounter, we need to begin to clean up ourselves and everything. And I think the same thoughts were just still the one talking to me throughout, and the thought was just like, guy. That's not what's important now. Leave, leave those things first, you know. And that was strange because the normal reaction I would, I know there is to things like that is to okay, what are the bad things in my life? Let me start cutting them off. What are the, you know, now that I've kind of like, come to this repentant state and everything. But what are like, bro? Do you want to begin in a cycle again of okay? I will not do it again and then get back to it. Like just that's not what this is about. Just leave those things first and focus on what just happened to you. You know, so I went to my room in the night, but I was just so I just I was I was sober. I like throughout that meeting, I never switched on the TV, and which was very strange. I never opened my and I, I never watched any of those movies I put in my tab. I opened my Bible to that place of um, so it was looking so new, everything was looking so new, and I kept pre- asking, praying that prayer, like asking, you know, who are you, Lord? Who are you in the light of what just happened to me? You know, and everything I would open the Bible, every single thing would make sense in a way that everything I, I was praying, every single thing I saw. I opened the book of Psalms and see the first verse of the scripture is, Oh Lord, my God, this is this. I was talking to you, Oh Lord, my God. Okay, now you are the oh, you are the Lord, but now I want you to become my own personal God so that I can be able to say, like this guy, Oh Lord, my God. <laughs> like everything was there made sense I, I remember i was still in this place and in this searching the bible and everything and, and my brother oj came he came into the room honestly because i was on the bed like with my blanket and i was i was this close to in fact what i wanted to do as soon as, as he came in was to just quickly hide hide the hide the bible under the blanket why because i'm not this guy that's not who i am you know, and my brother is the kind of person that if he sees me reading the Bible, like, uh, I won't hear the last of it. We're like, wow, Urin, oh, oh, thank God for your life. Why, this one I saw you reading Bible, wow. You know, thank God, you know, just continue in this. Uh, and, oh, God, oh, I didn't want all those kind of things. Like, I, I didn't, I, I don't like all those kind of things. Like, just go away and just leave me alone, <laughs> you know. And that's what I, I do. I just didn't want all that drama, so I wanted to. I just hide the Bible so that he won't see it. But he has already he had already entered the room. It was already too late, and he saw it. So, <laughs> so I just I just born as I guess. I beg, you should do what you want to do. Let me continue what I'm doing. You know, and I went and I continued like that. And then I stayed like I I I was doing that for like I think over two hours. Before I, sleep, I think I slept off in that state. I couldn't. Now, now this is me praying for about two hours or more. <laughs> praying. Someone that could 
barely sustained word of prayer for 15 seconds. Mm. And I was doing this word. This was not me in a place of prayer, like, okay, it's time to do this spiritual activity called prayer. This was me talking to somebody I now knew was real. So I could do it. And anyway, as I have more episodes, I'll begin to de- define stuff. Because definitions, you know, definitions don't, you, you, you don't have a definition, then put a concept in it. No, it is that there is a concept and then you now define it. Anyway, I'm not going to too much things. So, the next day, the machine was like that. And same thing. Now, by the time, I was still in this place of, because I, I, I still hadn't fully like, okay, I'm, I'm committing to this. I was like, if this could be another kind of level of ginger, another ginger period, you know, where you are, oh, switch out, switch out, then before you know it's counter. So, I was still in this place of, I'm still not going to, force myself to do anything that is going to be stressful to me on any religious worker i'm not going to steal so as much as i feel like doing this stuff i would just flow with it but a moment maybe it begins to become you know more i'm not even going to stress myself i'm doing it because i i feel like doing it mm-hmm. get because uh, there's something here it's now what i want to do it's not about you know what i f- i think is the right religious thing to do and so we finished from that meeting from there we went to church apparently i wasn't the only one who had an encounter the meeting was an an awesome meeting people had different testimonies but people left that meeting joyful and happy you know i remember after we did the day we were leaving everybody all the guys were just calling ourselves you know hey we will shake us hey man of god man of god man of god you know and was like that so i was but i left that meeting in a state of shock not a state of excitement you wondering what just happened to me because i'll wake up the next morning and the hoping thinking that the feeling is not a thing that will go the thing is still there that whole that thing in me that is now interested in god still there so i went home that, that after that sunday i now told my dad that i want to discuss something with you i remember that time yeah that's true my brother and sister always have stuff they want to talk to my dad about, like spiritual stuff. For me, I never had anything I would I want to talk about. So maybe like before I going back to school, they will have this session with him where they will be talking to him about spiritual stuff. And me, I never had any spiritual stuff I ever wanted to talk about. So I um. Wow, this is 15 minutes. I, I promise this, this is going to be my longest episode ever. I'm not going to let an episode be as long as this. Any other thing, something that can always break down. But this one is not something I can break down and, you know, shift on to another episode. So, because I'm, I'm almost done. So that night, I told me that I wanted to discuss with him. Because whenever they ask me, I always don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> so, and then, I think I had I went to sleep in the evening, around 12 he was up i was up and i came and i spoke with him and i told him everything like just narrated everything up to that meeting point by the time i was now this was we weren't discussing i was talking he was listening i noticed that at some point he would go and eat himself come back be he would doze off a bit wake up and i was like i'm telling something very serious and you are doing all these things but when we finished, he was not like, oh, you know, you've spoken for the past four hours. <laughs> By the time I looked at the clock, it was 4 a.m. And we started talking. I started talking to him exactly 12. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. I was like, wow, that was, that was, well, that was what I told you. I have a four-hour version of this story. <laughs> so, so, after, in fact, he, he couldn't even do anything. He just said, okay, don't worry, it's okay. Um, just go and sleep. <laughs> when we wake up in the morning later we can talk again and okay i went and well i wasn't feeling sleepy that's when i finally went to my laptop you know i now began to delete all because i just had this awareness this same thought as it were he's talking to me just made me know that see because i need the music this thing and me we don't speak the same language so can continue with it. I had no problem. 
I, 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 I did something I never believed I would be able to do in my entire life. See, this was the one thing that I was very sure. You they say, Orim, you are going to go to hell if you drop, if you don't drop secular um, hip hop music. I would say, thank you. Let's be not here. Let's go. <laughs> um, I was so sure. And I went, I would, I would look at the songs. Of course, I would remember them and everything, but. This thing that happened to me that was not going away was now become was now more real to me than that. So I deleted them, deleted everything, my porn porn videos, got them deleted. Them. In fact, <laughs> it took like quite like some weeks or months for me to full, finish deleting my porn porn videos because they were everywhere on my laptop. I would think I deleted everything. One day I'm random I don't see what random file hidden somewhere. When I open it to see what it is, I see his phone. I say, God, what in between? So I have to be beating and panting. I would just like closing my eye and just you know deleting it. <laughs> anyway. So that night I did I did that. Deleted everything and then I remembered in that same following what happened with Paul. Sort of Tassos when he had that experience in the in Acts chapter nine. And the Bible said that he when after that he will spend the next three days, three nights without food or water, praying. And and I and the thought just came to me like, let this not just be one of those things. Don't don't just come back home and continue watching TV and doing things as if nothing happened. Like even if this is going to be one of those ginger moments, you just follow up with it as long as you still have the feeling of following up of it. Just follow up with it and just see where it leads to. But we are still not committing to anything. But just see where it leads. I said this this thing that Paul did makes sense. I think I can do it. Like that with the very fact that I would think that I could do that was another miracle on its own. Because who would I would never fast on my own. Remember times they would tell us to fast at home when I was small. That's when I was gonna steal meat from the pot. Or gonna take granites. <laughs> you know, so I, this was never something I, I, I would say I would do on my on my own. But I wanted to do it. It's not as if I knew what I was going to be doing, though. Because I remember the first two, I like, I think I slept. After I made, I made the decision, I slept. And I woke up. When I woke up, I even remember, oh, yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm supposed to be doing this three days fasting thing. Well, how, how do they, what, what do they do in fast? How, how do they do it? <laughs> so I just picked my Bible and opened. I don't know how I stumbled at Psalm 62. And I just began to read it and. For the first time, I was now beginning to learn how to, as if the same thought, the same voice was now, like, teaching me stuff. Learning how to read the Bible. And, um, yeah, okay, so, apparently, the maximum time for a segment is 60 minutes. So, I think I can stop this and continue another segment, but that shouldn't be so long hopefully let me just try and see what happens yeah so i decided to also read that and like a, like this voice was teaching me i started really reading i'll read each single verse and actually think about it okay it says i will wait upon the lord and i'll think okay what does the word wait mean i'll go and check the dictionary okay wait means to stay in a silent condition and i'll just I'll read okay in light of this and the more I was beginning to do that, or now I'll be understanding what the scripture is saying. I'll take my note, write it down, and everything like that. And in that three days, that's what I was just doing. I remember, man, it was so awkward in the house because I didn't tell anybody I was doing three days fasting. But like, I think the, at the first day, they said, Oh, Urim is fasting. That was like a miracle to them. Urim is fasting. <laughs> Urim doesn't fast. Second day, I was really meeting. No, he has no eating. Ah, what's happening? Urim. But they will not come and talk to me. They will just, they will just be randomly staring at. They will just staring at me in one kind of way. Maybe when I come out of the room and I'm walking, maybe to another room or something, or to the parlor, or they will just, everybody will just stop what they're doing and just be looking at me. Yeah, their heads will be following me as I'm going. <laughs> I was like, oh God, what kind of rubbish is this? Can can this will just leave me alone? I remember it was the third day. I think I think I got I went to my mom's room for something and she was like. Um, and she was trying to she was trying to say something like what's Urim wait now this is not how they I just raised my hand up to her like just 
please anyway you're going just allow me i just said just allow me allow me please let's talk no problem so i think around the third day at some point i was in the room just lying down somebody opened the door i think my my my, my brother also opened the door they were not looking at me they were not looking at me then my sister came joined him just looking at me and then my mom came joined them and we were not looking at me sick. Okay, what is this? what kind of thing is this <laughs> then my dad now came <laughs> He now came out like, what, what's happening? What are we looking at? Oh, <laughs> the only people should go now. Leave me alone. I think my dad was like the person that really understood what happened to me. But I, I, I hadn't told them anything yet, any of the family members. So at some point, they, they all came out like, what's happening now? What, what's happening to you? What's happening to you? They'll be like, ah, but his face is shining. No, his face is shining. What's happening to him? It's like, he's a new Urim. All these this kind of things. So, but I intended to break on the third day. So, but in everything, I don't have time to go too much into what the things that happened with me there. Nothing, no, nothing, nothing supernatural, nothing extraordinary, but just following up with this thing and really interacting with it. <laughs> I'm still calling it an it, being for the sake of the story. And I really just realized at the end of it that uh, I had found the real thing. This was no, it's no what to tell you. It's not about me trying to do these things, religious, spiritual things. It was actually about relationship with a person I now knew was real and I could talk to at any time. And I now began to know how to relate with or write things. It just, you know, he would, he would all be speaking to me with inspired thoughts, inspired thoughts. But I just and I'll write things down. I'll, I'll read the things that I've written down, and I'm, it will be as if I'm reading one book from one highly spiritual man, like this. I never, I would, I guess I, 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 this thing I couldn't have produced these things I've written down. I just knew that it was not me at all. And I realized that this is what it's about. It's about the relationship with someone who is real, and knowing that he's real, and that, and him changing your life and being with him basically so that's the one of the points i want to pass across by this message in this episode so yeah someone who is listening to me and this whole god thing doesn't make sense to you doesn't you've seen all the fakeness of religion and the hypocrisy of it all and all the rubbish that's going on in the church today and you know, you're just better off on your own without the whole God stuff. It's lighter weight. <laughs> you know, and my, my, you know, call to you today is just like I did. Don't stress. Just, you know, say, so say this. Just picture him there and just talk to him. Just because he's actually there i kind of like faked it in my head and you know realized that he was actually there so that's the thing jesus now is really present he's he's like the way i like to put it he's like wi-fi and what how does wi-fi work there's an area of coverage where wi-fi is wherever you are in that area of coverage of the wi-fi and you connect your phone you get, you get the password you are you are connected to it so, so jesus is like wi-fi to today and his area of coverage is the whole planet earth the bible, the bible says whosoever whosoever that includes every single human being whosoever calls upon the name of the lord shall be saved which means like wherever you are as long as you just connect you will you will you will experience him you will experience him and i would, and I would like to say that the password looks like every wi-fi has password. the password to connecting with jesus is plain sincerity the jesus is not impressed by grammar and the fakeness of words he's tired of it all he needs you to be real the real you is what he wants to relate with not not anything else so this whole god thing doesn't make sense to you just so god see okay god god or jesus that is even if you there is a jesus even if as real you people say that you are real people say that you are alive and um i don't know about that so if really you are alive show me reveal yourself to me 
help cause me to see you sure you want they say that you want me to know you and all of that like go ahead show me yourself reveal yourself to me and if you really does do that you don't have to find one particular special place and you don't put your hands together now you know it's any as you're walking on the street as you are whatever it is you are doing and i challenge you that if you can do this for you know a week it's not possible for you to really do this to do it sincerely and you're not experiencing you now you're most don't you know be disappointed if you don't immediately see a flash of light shine on you or you see one man with hair and beards and with a jewish garment appear to you and all of that don't be surprised don't be disappointed if you i've never seen such a thing before i've never seen a person appear to me and say i am jesus never seen but he's as real to me right now as though he he did you know so that's that's it connect to him in sincerity whatever it is that is in your heart he he knows it all already so just pour it out to him connect to him and at whatever point you are and leave the rest how we how it will happen a lot of time we're disappointed because how it how we we, we think it will happen is not a lot of time not how it's not the way it happens but but by the time you look at it in long run you see that you actually things begin to happen in your life you just know that okay this thing is really real and follow up with it and i really pray that god will revisit somebody today by listening to this so um that's the episode for today if you want to contact me you can um reach me on instagram i'm urim osage i'm still yet going to um make the instagram you know um, page for this group for this podcast or you can contact me by email urimosage at gmail.com and let's talk hopefully by the time i'm posting this i should have made the instagram page and everything so yeah god bless you and um, have a nice day thank you